Welcome back from the break. I'm your host, Ren Wadsworth. And I'm Maximus Hunter. This is the Rocky Mountain Review. We are joined in studio by one of our reporters. Remy, you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. And uh, we have an interview we've been uh, teasing for about uh, a week now. Uh, finally happening today, we have Hanin Badri in the studio with us. Hanin, you want to say hi? Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, Hanin. So uh, for those who are just tuning in or uh, have been keeping up with us the last couple of weeks, uh, we've been putting some time into covering an incident that took place two weeks ago where uh, several uh, freshman CSU students were seen in a Snapchat that was shared around in what appeared to be blackface with the caption Wakanda Forever. Um, that uh, Snapchat has uh, become viral, was picked up by national news sources, and a lot of people on campus started talking about it and the response from the administration. Uh, some of the emails Joyce McConnell, our president, sent out about um, saying the uh, the post, while it, uh, while it doesn't follow our community values, can't be retaliated against for freedom of speech and the First Amendment. That caused uh, student backlash as well as um, some some protests, some talks with ASCSU, and we've been covering it for the better part of the last uh, two weeks. And now we're here with Hanin, who uh, is, uh, I believe, a former member of ASCSU, correct? Yes, I am. And you were pretty thoroughly involved with the uh, the meetings with uh, hashtag not proud to be at ASCSU to come yes. up with some <laughs> legislations to address this in the future. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, would you mind just to start off telling us about what is Hashtag Not Proud to Be? Uh, hashtag Not Proud to Be was started in response to the university approaching its 150th anniversary in Colorado. And we chose Not Proud to Be just because at this point so many of us are fed up with everything. So we're not proud to be part of a university that continues to remain complicit in protecting hate and bias and also ignoring the safety of all the marginalized identities on this campus to hide behind freedom of speech for others. Good to know. Um, So you've been quoted before as saying that uh, CSU values diversity until we get here. Uh, Do you believe that this institution performs in a racist way and does that tie into why you are not proud to be? I don't believe that CSU performs in a racist way but I do feel like It normalizes hate and bias on this campus in the sense that we've had Nazis for the past two years on a campus, and there's nothing to stop them from coming again this year. And CSU's just going to say that the the plaza is grounds for free speech, but it goes beyond free speech. It goes beyond towards safety, towards stability, towards the physical and emotional state of every student on this campus. Um, And I don't think they really recognize that this does take its toll on us. It is a thing that we have to deal with every day. So it's not we're just making a big deal out of this one instance. We have to face microaggressions on this campus every day. And when something like that happens, when the history of blackface isn't acknowledged on this campus, it's really, it's terrifying because... It shows that students of color who live in those dorms aren't valued. Students of color who live in other dorms aren't valued. The students who, the 700 plus students who showed up on Wednesday aren't valued. Um, So not really that CSU performs in a racist way, but it continues to 
allow it to happen in our community, even though the first principle of our community is inclusion. Gotcha. Thank you. And then would you be willing to describe your interaction with ASCSU last week, being that you were there, and some of the other students' interactions as well? Uh, Yes. So it was really amazing to see that 700 plus students, people, students from Pueblo, students from Denver, Greeley, Boulder, showed up and showed support for us and showed that they care for us more than the university did in the past four years that I've been here. And mainly what was really great about Wednesday is that they did hold the, they did hold gallery discussion for three hours just so that everyone could be heard and everyone could tell like their own stories and their own experiences on this campus, whether it be from a student, a faculty, or someone who has helped bring students to CSU. But on Wednesday, there were two resolutions passed. One was written by the WGAC back and El Centro senator, and then another one was written by another senator and both of them were aiming to condemn the blackface incident that happened on campus just because specifically our student code of conduct states harassment through any means of communication and i consider social media means of communication i consider it the biggest means of communication and if you're going to post something like that you need to stop and think no matter what your like your intention was this is wrong so what, what can you tell us about the details of these two pieces of legislation? What do they specifically say? Yeah. Well, the first one that was written by the SPS senators was focused solely on what the university constitution states and the student bo- uh, book of conduct and ACSU's constitution as well. And mainly it was just that that specific quote where harassment through any means of communication towards any race, religion, and just stating that if this is what's in our student code of conduct and social media is a form of communication and blackface is harassment, whether people want to accept that or not, it is harassment because at the end of the day, we can't wash, wash our blackness off. It's not Wakanda forever. It's not a sign for brotherhood. It's harassment, and the history that it carries is really violent towards any black person on this campus. Um, but mainly just getting ASCSU to acknowledge that we are your constituents, and we know this is wrong, you know this is wrong, the university knows this is wrong, even though they won't say that. So will you listen to your constituents, the people who put you in power, and vote for the things that we want to see happen? Wonderful. Um, and would you mind uh, just telling us what role you play in uh, Hashtag Not Proud to Be and what role you were playing on Wednesday? I did, well, um, the actual student mobilization was led by a student over at Greeley who reached out to the back senator, I believe, and they started just posting it all over social media. And once that picked up together, um, Janae, Marcella, Mikola, and just and myself decided that we should meet just to like be able to actually organize and like have like a group of core people here to like continue the work that needs to be done. Just because it's not really just about this. It's about moving forward. It's about getting CSU to rectify mistakes that it's made in the past as well. So students and members of uh, Hashtag Not Proud to Be went on stage during Joyce McConnell's fall address, her first fall address, um, and 
kind of put a piece of paper on the stage if I'm correct, right? Yes. So um, what did the piece of paper say? Yeah. So on the front side, it was a big hashtag, not proud to be. And then on the back, we had our statement, our purpose statement and the ask that we had for that Thursday. So that this was a silent protest, that we aren't going to disrupt President McConnell during her address and just to sh- show up and be there and show them our problems, really. And what was uh, President McConnell's reaction to this protest? Not protest, but... Um... Well, she acknowledged us, and we were received with a round of applause, but none of us really wanted a round of applause. We didn't need that. What we needed was change, and what we still need is change, and a round of applause isn't going to fix that. Acknowledgement isn't going to fix that words and even though her emails are getting better and addressing topics like this they aren't going to fix that until we see the change that's enacted on campus like initiatives to prevent this from happening to dorms again like having student conflict resolution mediate things like this in dorms or diversity training throughout like the university which should already be a thing um have you had any interaction with uh joyce mcconnell the administration since this uh demonstration not yet no um, but I do hope we do. I do hope we'll be able to sit down and figure out new ways that we can all make CSU better, that are probable, doable, and can be put in place soon. Absolutely. Um, are you? Oh, oh, go ahead. I just wanted um, a little bit of clarification because some students are calling um, Not Proud to be a protest. Some students are calling it a movement. I just wanted to kind of get your opinion on what you were defining this as. Uh, I would say we're a group just because before the silent protest at the address, we, before and after, we congregated to just meet and like talk about like what we want, talk about like what we're here for, what we're standing for. And it was nice to see about over 100 students who walked with us down that oval and walked with us to the address and stayed afterwards to hear what we had to say and what we wanted to get out of it. So it is a group. Um, we do have an Instagram at notproudtobe and an email at nptb.csu at gmail. Um, yeah, so follow us. I've email seen, us your stories. I've seen the Instagram. Uh, you post uh, information about future events on the Instagram, correct? Yes. Wonderful. Um, I, so we're going to wrap this up, but we just have a couple last questions. So with everything that your group has been doing in the last two weeks, are you satisfied with the results and the outcome? Are you satisfied with the reaction you're getting from people, or do you think there could be more? I think all of us were definitely really surprised, but very satisfied at the turnout that we've been getting just because going through like countless like bias incidents events it really does feel isolating to like someone on campus to not have a community but seeing all the people that showed up regardless of race regardless of like what other identities they may hold um it was really powering to see like this is what csu is and this is who csu should be and i think going off of that is a great starting point for this next question which is what is the next step after this the next step would be Definitely planning, just meeting with groups groups that focus on marginalized identities on campus, like Dreamers United, like meeting with the STPS offices, just to see what can we do across the board, not just for the identities that we hold. Wonderful. And that was our last question, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one more uh, just before we go on our break here. 
and thank you so much for coming thank in, honey. And it's been awesome to talk to you. Um, I, I am curious though if you had uh, a message and uh, a message from hashtag Not Proud to Be for the CSU community that listens. Uh, what would you like to say to them? Mainly that we're here. We aren't going to be ignored on this campus anymore. We do have demands that will be enacted and that we aren't going anywhere for the near future. Thank you so much, Janine. We are going to be right back after the break with a newscast from our reporter, Remy. So stay tuned. <laughs> 